Let's admit it. Let's admit it, Barker. When the Yankees challenged that last play, the final out of the game, given how the breaks have not gone the Blue Jays' way in this series, you had the same thought I did, right? Nope. I had total faith in the umpires to get it right. I love umpires. (laughs) (laughs) The Blue Jays, 2-1 winners, yet another one-run win. Their 10th this year, and if you're interested, it took them until August to get their 10th one-run win in 2021. It is Blue Jays Talk. Jeff Blair and Kevin Barker along. Text us at 590-590. Kevin, I asked the question on social media, and we'll get to Yusei Kikuchi in a minute because he was clearly the story tonight. The Jays went 10-6 and six in 16 games against the Red Sox the Astros and Yankees. Two series against the Red Sox, two against Houston, one against the Yankees. Now they go on the road to Cleveland, then they got New York, then they got Tampa. So I'm not saying that the schedule's over. But we we kind of looked at this pocket of games and said to ourselves, okay, uh, 16 games against these teams, bookended around a couple of other series, but 16 games against these teams, we both said, looking back, the ten and six would be we'd be okay with ten and six. So, uh, as, as I asked the folks on social media, I'll ask you: ten and six, given who was not playing for the Jays, given who the opposition was, was this a good two weeks and a bit run for the Blue Jays? Uh, all things considered, uh, you, you forgot to mention too that the worst team in baseball with hitting runners in scoring position, that's, pr- that's a pretty p- important stat. You gotta, somebody's got to start driving in runs. Yeah, to, for them to go 10-6 and six with, a, with a bad Yusei Kikuchi up until tonight, no Teoscar Hernandez, no Danny Jansen, uh, no runners in scoring position. I mean, they're basically lost when it comes to that. The, up until tonight with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with the two-strike approach, and I've been saying this for the last couple of days, until they start trying to go to right center and driving some baseballs the other way and getting those right-handed pitchers out of some some routines that go in middle of the way all the time to these all these right-handed hitters, that's what you're starting to see a little bit. Maybe maybe that's breaking through, and maybe they'll start doing a little bit more of that. But, yeah, 10 and 6, how can you argue? Like, uh, you look at the pitching they've been facing. Uh, sometimes I think we, we maybe take a little bit of a step back. You see Clay Holmes tonight. I, yeah. To to say that they've been facing some nasty, just it's like Bugs Bunny. It's like a cartoon when you watch the dudes throw and the ball moving all over the place. It's ninety eight miles an hour with a slider. Yeah, sinker going one way at ninety eight, a slider at eighty three, eighty four going another way. If you're a right handed hitter, how do you hit that, Jeff? I, I I guess you don't. I guess it sort of looks like it's been looking where. You know, you you try and guess along as best you can. You try and get a ball elevated. Maybe you're short and quick enough that you barrel up a baseball. But, yeah, to say they're 10-6, and six, I, I guess with all things considered, you'll take it. Now we uh, – boy, we probably need to have a, a Pete Walker cam in any start that you say Kikuchi has because uh, uh, Pete and, uh, and, and Tyler Heineman, uh, both of them, they, they worked hard for that. <laughs> they worked hard for that tonight, along with you say Kikuchi. Look, you say Kikuchi, seven strikeouts, one walk, 78 pitches, 54 strikes, threw 34 fastballs, 24 for strikes. He got three swings and misses in his fastball. Used his fastball to go to strike one to seven, uh, seven batters. In total, out of 21 batters, faced 13 first pitch 
strikes, 13 swings and misses. Um, he got four of his splits for strikeouts, all of them swinging, uh, making Aaron Judge, uh, in, in, in particular, look, uh, well, look a little uncomfortable in the first inning, swinging at a change. Look, we talked about the Jays. Don't want him to throw a cutter. They want him to develop some kind of slider. But the fastball, Kevin, the fastball command, when he has his command, the fastball is so good by itself. And I'm going to keep getting back to it. That split, I mean, that can be a devastating pitch for him. It really can. And, and we saw that tonight. That has to be one of his put-away pitches. Look, let's get it out there now. Uh, you know, we're hearing a lot of rumblings about that being a cutter slider. It is not. It, the, he no longer throws cutters. That thing that looks like a cutter is a bad slider. That slider is a work in progress. I know Pete Walker wants him to throw that thing hard. He wants break on it because he can get swing and misses with it. Uh, you know, featuring the, the, the four-seamer that he throws. He's got a little run on his heater occasionally at 93-94. He can go away with that. That feeding off of that with the slider going one direction, have the fastball going another direction. You mentioned the split changeup, which is a nice pitch. He had four punch outs on that on that pitch tonight, all swinging. That's a plus. Anytime you can get a little bit of change of speed, if you can command the fastball to both sides of the play, he did enough into the right-handed hitters to open up the, the split change away, which is exactly what you have to do. When his misses, I like his misses too. His misses were in off the plate. Heinemann did a really good job. He set up early enough. He gave a big enough target. He was aggressive with his – when he was calling it, they were, you know, putting it down. The one time he had to run out there, you know, he lo- he lost his argument when he wanted to throw the fastball and, and you say, Kikuchi wanted to throw a slider. That's okay. You say he had a, a game plan. He wanted to execute it. Didn't execute it. Uh, you know, you sort of live to fight another day, but I like it. This is this is exactly what the Blue Jays wanted. They they stopped asking about what how they want him to attack hitters because of his fastball. His fastball is really good. When in doubt, throw it. it. For whatever reason, it gets on them. They're late. You saw Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, a great fastball hitter. He was late on the heater. And fastball counts, and that would tell you, if you're Yusei Kikuchi, that you can throw it to a really good fastball hitter and a fastball count right by him, throw that more, locate it a little bit better, and then you can feature the secondary pitches that you want to throw, and because of your fastball command, it'll make them that much better. That's a plus. You get him going, now all of a sudden you got five guys that are confident enough that when they go out there, they're going to give you a chance to win. And hopefully, you know, the offense catches up and starts getting some bigger hits when it matters most. I know the Teoscar Hernandez coming back in the next couple of days. That's going to be huge. Hopefully they get Danny Jansen back. All of a sudden your lineup is that much longer and guys are starting to fill in spots. Takes a little pressure off of, you know, if you're not a cleanup hitter and you're hitting them cleanup spots, a little bit much to ask. So hopefully everything starts to fall in place. But, again, we'll take the 10-6 and six record. And now you, now you go on the road and you battle. 590, 590 is the text line. A lot of action on the text line tonight. Uh, A couple of people, Kevin, talking about Jordan Romano, his uh, 11th save of the year. Was not easy, to say the least. A couple of hits and a walk. Did strike out Aaron Hicks. We know that Jordan Romano with runners on base is a different pitcher than Jordan Romano with the bases empty. He's made some improvement, Kevin, with base runners, but it's still an issue. 
it, it, it really is an issue, isn't it? It didn't hurt him tonight, but you know, I, I know it, it in, in at least one of the one of the at bats he was using a slide step. I don't like my closers using a slide step. I like my closers going after guys. And um especially in a one run game. You know, I, I should I be worried about that? Should, should that be a concern for me? Jordan Romano when he has men on base because I he's just he's not and I know a lot of a lot of a lot of pitchers aren't the same when they have men in base but Kevin if this team isn't going to score a lot of runs and Jordan's going to come in holding a one run lead a lot of the time it's a pretty good lineup here you're not always going to get a one two three inning he got it done that's the first thing you got to look at is he he got through it LeCastro comes in he's a fast runner you're up a run less than two outs you want to keep that guy out of scoring position you might slide step occasionally it didn't look like it hurt his velocity uh, maybe it hurt his his fast his uh, slider command I'm not real sure it looked to me like he was he was sort of cross firing a little bit more than he normally does which will not give him that good length to his finish, which when he's got a little alligator arm with the slider, you can see that there are a lot of non-competitive pitches. That's sort of what it was with that, but it's not always going to be pretty with Jordan Romano. It's because he's not mechanically sound enough. He does a lot of the crossfire thing, and bottom line is, at home against the Yankees, who are the hottest team in baseball, he got it done. They got away with the win. Now you move on and go on a winning streak of your own. Blue Jays baseball is served up by Jack Link's Meat Snacks. We'll take a break, come back, give you the ALE standings, and we will go back to the text line. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. And now the Bet365 standings update. Just download the app and see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. 19 plus play responsibly Ontario only with the win tonight the Blue Jays are 16 and 10 they are in second place two and a half back of the 18 and 7 Yankees Tampa Bay is at 15 10 Boston Red Sox are 10 and 14 and after that you don't really need to know actually Baltimore is 9 and 16 we, we uh, I'll mention at least once a week the Baltimore Orioles are 9 and 16 we're just a few minutes away from uh, handing you off to our Leafs coverage the Leafs and uh, Lightning of course, currently uh, finishing off the third period of uh, the second game of that series. Let's go to the text line. Rick in Saskatoon, how could you not be happy? 10-6 and six with the amount of talent in the IL against three good teams. Well, he thinks the Red Sox are good. Uh, and now Kikuchi so looking like he, like he would. Uh, he said, we're going to win a lot of ball games this year. I just hope my heart holds out until then. Sheesh. Well, I, I'm with you on that. That's uh, that's a lot of it's a lot of one run, a lot of one run games that the Jays have been involved in. But with Teo coming back, hopefully tomorrow in Cleveland, Kevin, when the Jays start a four game series against the Guardians, you know, hopefully you start to see the offense look a little more. And, so, you know, some people have said, well, I thought. You know, I thought depth was one of the strengths of this team. You know, keep in mind that you can have depth, but when you're missing two everyday players, including your cleanup hitter, there aren't a lot of teams in baseball that are going to have depth to cover that. You know, don't get carried away with with the results of of, of Bradley Zimmer or Tyler Heineman or any of these guys, right? To, I mean, Bradley Zimmer's here for one reason, right? Kevy's here to catch the ball in center field. Um, look, uh, when this team is is ready. You know, when the trade deadline approaches, Kevin Bradley Zimmer won't be here. Zach Collins, Tyler Heineman won't be here. There'll be somebody else here. Rymel Tappy is the bench guy that'll be here. But I mean, it's not like this team. It's not like this is the team you're necessarily going to have for the rest of the year. Let's let's be honest about it. 
the stars for the Blue Jays need to step up a little bit. That's the Springers, the Bows, the Vladdies, the Teoscars when he gets back, the Lourdes Gurriel Jr. It looked like Vladdy for me took a little step forward. We're hitting the ball to right center field with two strikes. Looked like Bo with the two-strike approach that he had hitting mm-hmm. the ball down the right field line. I've said they got to use the entire field. The, the adjustment's been made by the league. It's middle away. It's when in doubt <clears throat> with runners on base, you go middle away. Obviously, they've faced some really, really tough right-handed pitching, but now you've seen enough of them. You know how what it's going to do. You know what how it looks when it breaks. You know how hard it looks. You know what it, the secondary pitches look like. Now it's about making little adjustments, and those guys are talented enough at the top of the order to make some adjustments and carry this team and, and score some more runs, and hopefully with Teoscar coming back, everybody falls in place. Now you got one through four taken care of. Lord Escurriel Jr. can exhale a little bit. He'll be hitting fifth. He's not hitting cleanup anymore. Everybody's sort of be in, the, in their own routine, and hopefully can get in the flow of the season and start getting some hits and start having some quality at-bats with runners in scoring position. We need to give a shout-out to Jimmy Garcia here, too, as well for his inning uh today and uh again when you're giving us your text please give us your name and location as well uh but there is a text here asking about we had talked on blair and barker about whether or not we trust jimmy garcia or jimmy garcia in the in the eighth and the texter is asking that question again look he was awfully good tonight but uh, i think kevin and i are both on the same page here i have no problem with him at the back end of the bullpen i would just like somebody else I'd like somebody else between him and Romano, somebody with a little more swing and miss stuff between him and Romano. But you again, you're not going to get everything. It's 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 what it's May fourth. Your whole team is not going to be put together on May fourth. That's why we have a trade deadline. So yeah, the first part of this season is about finding out how much of your off season work was productive, how much of it wasn't productive. That's what the first part of the season is about. I mean, there's a reason you brought all these guys in. Now you see if they're any good. Now you see if they can deliver what you think they can deliver. And if they can't, then you address the situation. But, Kevin, I thought uh, Jimmy Garcia tonight, that, that's what you want from him. Two things for me. I love him in the eighth inning. I don't like him in the ninth inning. Track record says for whatever reason, the ninth inning, things don't go well. We've seen him when he pitches this year in the ninth inning for whatever reason. It's, maybe it's a mental thing. Maybe he tries to use too many pitches. The one thing that stood out to me tonight, two pitches. He threw one changeup. That was the strike three pitch that, that – uh, Judge swung through in his last bat to, to walk off the eighth inning. He, he was basically sinker slider. I said this to you, and I'll continue to say it. He doesn't need five pitches. If he has the two pitches, it can occasionally sprinkle in a slow breaking ball and maybe that change up. I like his stuff. His sinker's moving all over the place, and it's upwards of 97 miles an hour. That place, and you can feature that slider off of that. Live with those two pitches in the eighth inning, and Jimmy Garcia will be fine. The other thing I want to point out, too, you touched on Bo Bichette, that double down the right field line. Loved what I saw from him there. No hesitation to go to second. Yeah, the play was close, but as as Dan and Joe both mentioned, hey, at that point, you got two out in the inning. You got Vladdy coming up. Put yourself in scoring position. You know what I love? I love the balance. I talk about this all the time. A good swing starts from the ground up, and don't look at how these guys start their swings. Look at how they finish their swings. If they can get to their finish and they're – balance with their backside like Bo is starting to be. He's not falling across the plate like he was the first however many games. The last four or five games, you can tell his finish is there, his balance is there, he's using his backside. When he's doing that, the direction of the baseball goes where it's supposed to go. With two strikes, what do you do? You're trying to let the ball travel a little bit more with his bat speed and his hand-eye coordination. When he can do things like he's doing and try and use the entire field with the balance that he has with his lower half, look, that's 
one, two, three, four, five in your order all of a sudden with Teoscar coming back, that's that's some good stuff there. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you on that. Speaking of Teoscar, he could be back with the Blue Jays tomorrow. They start a four game series in Cleveland against the Guardians. Please note the start time. It is a six oh seven Eastern first pitch. The uh, Guardians are starting their midweek games at uh, 6.07 Eastern time. So, again, it's a 6.07 Eastern time first pitch tomorrow. Kevin and myself will be along immediately after the game with Blue Jays talk. And, of course, you can catch Kevin and myself and Blair and Barker from 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and Sportsnet 360. And, as always, where you get your favorite podcast. So, the final... Blue Jays 2, Yankees 1. The Jays are off to Cleveland for a four-game series. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side, baseball fans.